One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi. Oh, just adjusting the mic here. <laughs> Leave that in. Okay, we got some news stories to get to. Ooh. We've been doing a lot of Christmas content all month. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to take it a little old school. Okay, good. We, we do news stories now and then. We started getting more news stories. We started doing more news stories. Yeah. Well, we got some good ones this week. Uh, today, a story came out. I'm going to read this from the Miami Herald. Casey Anthony was in the news today. Oh, I saw something about this. She wants to become a private investigator. <laughs> okay. Would you hire Casey Anthony to be a private eye? Uh, no, but I might hire her just to <laughs> get some info. <laughs> you know what? I would love to know any of our listeners who are attracted to women. Do you find Casey Anthony hot? Also specify whether it's hot or hot for a killer. Right. Because there is a <laughs> distinction. Like Jodi Arias is the other one. Or Ted Bundy. Yes. Hot for a killer or actually you think, no, they're hot on their own. Okay. Yeah. I want to know. Because we have a friend, Alan, who legitimately thinks Casey Anthony is like the most beautiful woman alive. It's so infuriating. You <laughs> disagree with him. I don't think she's that hot. I, don't I mean, either. she is a skank. <laughs> And people can be attracted to that. I find that an attractive quality in some women, I not agree. her. I agree. I just don't like her. It's a little too hard to get past the she killed her child for me. Yes, exactly. Once she does that, I don't admire her skankiness right. anymore. <laughs> Maybe men can get over that easier. Yeah. That she killed her baby, but I can't. Look, I could accept it from Alan if she was actually legitimately hot right. and he just had to ignore it, she was so hot. Right. But I don't find her hot enough to get away with child murder. <laughs> I don't know what that level is for me personally, but like she's not it. So I now, don't know. I'm sure all of our listeners know who Casey Anthony is. She was acquitted of killing her daughter, who was, I believe, three years old. Kaylee. Kaylee Anthony. Uh, this was back in 2009 she was acquitted, Right. God, that seems so long ago. I know. Yeah. I mean, this was one of those... This was like in the early days of Twitter where this was like an early trending topic that people were tweeting about. Yeah, tot mom. Tot, Remember, hot, I thought it was hot mom. No, tot mom. Oh, was tot what, mom. Was what Nancy Grace called her. I remember hashtag tot mom. That's not a good hashtag. No. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I never think, liked Chat Mom. <laughs> I think my favorite detail from this absolutely horrific story is Zanny the Nanny. Oh, yeah. That's like worse than Hannibal the Cannibal. <laughs> Casey Anthony told investigators that she had left her daughter with the nanny, and they asked what the nanny's name was, and she said Zanny. <laughs> That's an unbelievable moment in true crime. Like how do you how do you, how do you, fuck you not that convict up? her? Say Jan. Just for that. Just say Jan. Say, make up a name. Any name. Any name. Zanny. Also, like Zanny is not even a name. No, it's <laughs> not. It's short for Xanax. 
And then people started reading into that. They say, oh, she uses Xanax as a nanny. They said, oh, Xanax. She gave her daughter Xanax. Right, right. Uh, but I think she was just, I don't think she was thinking that far. I think she She's just. Not, she doesn't seem too bright. No. In my opinion. She also told people she worked at Disney, the investigators, she worked at Disney, not realizing that they would go there to verify that. I mean, maybe her cell is, I'm so dumb. <laughs> I, and I got away with it, so I know what to look for. <laughs> oh, God. So, I mean, is this just a gimmick, or is she really? Is there like a license I, she has to get? I don't know. I mean, do you remember a couple years back when Playboy offered her money to pose nude? Maybe it was Penthouse. I don't know Playboy. I don't, I don't think it was She's Playboy. Playboy material. I think, you know what? Like, I, Playboy is not Alan. <laughs> they have some standards. You know what? You're right. I think it was like Penthouse or Hustler that was like, we'll yeah. pay you a million dollars. It seems like a Penthouse move. There was like a sex tape rumor that was going to, you know, she had to deal with, I think, a porn site to do a sex tape. I'm yeah. not sure. I remember there was some kind of... I think of, she had a lot of weird offers. Yeah. Uh, so this is from the Miami Herald. It says, the Florida woman most famous for being acquitted after being charged with murdering her child, Casey Anthony, has registered a business that might or might not be a private investigation firm in South Florida. State records show Case and Research and Consulting Solutions went active Friday after Anthony, 34, registered it with the state of Florida on December 14th. Case research uses the Cortez Road address that Palm Beach County records say has long been the home of private investigator Patrick McKenna. Before working as a detective for the defense in in Anthony's trial, McKenna gained fame as a detective for the defense in the trial of O.J. Simpson, who who moved to South Florida after being acquitted. So this guy... McKenna, who owns a private investigation f- company that yeah. Casey allegedly is going to work out under. Okay, so he's sort of the owner and she's just going to work for him? Well, it says that she... It says she registered. Okay. She registered a website? Look, I don't know. She might become a private investigator. Right. She might not. I don't think she's allowed to become a private investigator, though. Yeah, because I think you have to actually have some kind of... No criminal record. <laughs> I also think it's because she was charged with murder. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll find out. I'm always, uh, it's always uh, interesting to find out new Casey Anthony news. Yeah. She always pops up. She does. I mean, it is wild. Like everyone like pretty much knows and agrees in this country that she killed her daughter, but there she is just walking around. Yeah. I don't know anyone who doesn't think she did it. Right. There doesn't seem to be any sort of, yeah, like maybe there's some truthers out there. Oh, I bet there are. Right in if you're a Casey Anthony truther, because I'm very <laughs> curious about where you got that from. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cur- I want to know. Tell us. Please tell us. Okay. Our next story is another true crime related story and it is that Samuel Samuel Little who is one of the most prolific serial killers in America he has died he in the corrections facility that he was in in California he was 80 years old we will be doing an episode on Samuel Little I actually bought a book a very long book on oh. him a while ago so it's going to be a lot of research uh, that's for sure. He claimed that he killed 93 people between 
the 70s to 2005. He wasn't caught until like recently. Yeah. Um, a lot of them, these murders happen in Los Angeles. So yeah, this is a very big, big case. We will be doing this on the show, on the main show at some point. So stay tuned for that. But he has died in prison. And in more lighthearted news, a guy got drunk, I think on New Year's Eve, and he changed his name to Celine Dion. (laughs) Did you see this? No. This is out of Metro from the UK. It says a 30-year-old man decided to change his name to Celine Dion after having a few too many glasses of wine. You can do that that fast? I don't know. (laughs) I guess he did it online. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Okay. It says Thomas Dodd had the idea while watching one of the Canadian singers' concerts on YouTube over Christmas. Okay, so this is over Christmas. He thought it would be a great idea to pay 89 pounds to officially take her name, but completely forgot about it when the official deed poll documents landed on his doorstop on Wednesday. Oh. Once you receive your papers, you need to sign them before an independent witness and inform your relevant record holders before your name is considered. But Thomas has no plans to go back on his decision and hopes it might get him backstage at one of his idol's future gigs. But he admits he is dreading telling his bosses about his new moniker and that his mom is not seen, has not seen the funny side of it. This guy must have been wasted. What an idiot. He but, doesn't have to go through with it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And the, like, that, the like story, I get if it happened accidentally. Well, the story makes it seem like this guy got, like the headline makes it seem like yeah. he got wasted and he did it by accident. But now it seems like he's really going to go he through with it. He got wasted and did it and filed the initial paperwork, but he doesn't have to go through with it. Right. Would be funny if he was wasted when he got the paperwork and then signed it. <laughs> Yeah, he was wasted on both parts on both occasions, yeah. and in, in that case, I would say you need to go to a treatment facility, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy is a big Celine Dion fan. He clearly loves the attention. I think you know what? Maybe it's a publicity stunt so that she'll like do a cute tweet at him or something. Imagine wanting that. I think Thomas Dodd <laughs> does. He says, "I remember watching the Celine Dion concert of her performing in Vegas." And that is about all I can remember. I wish I knew... Oh, this was when he was drunk. He was watching the Celine Dion. (laughs) I thought he was talking about when he was a kid. No. Um, But this is when he was wasted. He was watching her performance on YouTube in Vegas. I wish I knew what happened, but it was a hazy night. Look, he's obviously a super fan. Do you want to see a picture of him? Yeah. He looks like a pretty young guy. I mean, that doesn't really look like your average Celine Dion super fan. <laughs> I don't know what, what does. Yeah. Okay. She is, um, I would go see her in Vegas, especially if someone gave me free tickets. If I got free tickets, I would go. Yeah. I'll do anything for free. Almost. Almost. <laughs> like see a show or I something. think I, I probably know like three Celine Dion songs. I've seen her perform at like, when she performed at like VH1 Divas. Oh my God. And she's so hilarious. She's I know hilarious. she's unintentionally hilarious. So I feel like I would enjoy her show yes. in like a camp factor. I agree. Because she's so sincere about it. Yeah. And that's what I like. Well, she... She's I, very corny. Like she, it, Mariah had to have been on that lineup, right? Who did she sing uh, Shook Me All Night Long with? Oh it was like Anastasia God. or yes. something. <laughs> No, that performance is incredible. The Divas because it's, Live. It is so 
insane. It's over the top. You can't believe what you're seeing. I feel so, like yeah. they could never do that now. We just don't have those kind of divas anymore that are popular. Because you needed like divas from like A-list to C-list, yes. right? Because <laughs> then you That's had, why like, Anastasia, Anastasia right. was there. So I would see divas with like Taylor Dane, <laughs> <laughs> Stacey Q. These are not divas. I want some of them, though, with like a Mariah. Like, I like the top tier, but I also want a few who had a, like, a, you know, a few hits. I need to know who was in the original divas lineup. This was like a 98 concert. I know it was Mariah. They I had kn- it a few years. I know, but the first one was 1998, I believe, or 99. I mean, I feel like Look, Mariah and Whitney. Yes. Divas, ni- VH1 Divas was 1998. I remember this. That's when it started. Okay, let's see. VH1 Divas Live. It was Celine, Gloria Estefan, Aretha, Shania, and Mariah. That is a lineup. That's a lineup, but I would get rid of Gloria. Why? <laughs> Why? Because I don't like Miami Sound Machine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but you got to have Gloria there. You do? I think she... I think her as a performer is on the level of Celine in over the topness, and I would want her there. Oh, I even don't though know. look, I'm not a fan of Celine's music. I'm not a fan of Gloria Estefan's music, but I would want both of them. There. Here's why: I don't really consider Gloria Estefan a diva, like a singer style. I mean, she's like a fine voice, but she's not like that belty kind of thing. Right, right. I don't know. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. All the other, uh, well, maybe Shania doesn't really fit that either. But now, she was like huge then. Right. So. Now listen to the headliners from 1999 Diva. Whitney Houston, Tina Turner, Cher, and Brandy. I, I, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then Brandy. No, just <laughs> <laughs> Look, Brandy was big then though. Brandy was huge then. I was a, I was a Monica. I was a Monica I'm a girl. Monica too. I was always a Monica I mean, girl. Yeah. Wow. They need to bring Divas Live back, but bring people back from the late 90s. Wait, that's the only... There's more Divas, though. No, there was more. Yeah. There was... It says... Okay, Divas Live 99. They did Divas... There was one more. They did Divas Live Las Vegas. Who the fuck was in that lineup? That must be the Celine one. No, Celine was in the first one. But with Anastasia? No. This must be the So I think there's another one. Okay. Guest performers, presenters. Okay. So in 99, these are the, I just read the headliners. Okay. Guest performers, Mary J. Blige, yes. Shaka Khan, yes, Faith Hill, Treach, and Leanne Rhymes. <laughs> Dude, why was Treach at the Divas? He must have just been like, he must have been man. rapping. He's like, no, he, he must have been rapping with he somebody. He was rapping on someone's song. Who was he rapping with? Who <laughs> sampled Naughty by Nature out of these artists? <laughs> Wait, wasn't he married to um like Salt and Pepper, like one of the Salt and Pepper girls? I think so. Was she? Maybe they yeah, were in it. Yeah, he was married to Peppa. No, okay. Let me look at the rest of the lineup. Everyone's like Maybe so with Mary bored. J. Who did Anastasia? Anastasia must have sang in 98. I don't know. Look, maybe you're... Okay, we're going to have to go through this. Okay, we'll have a Divas episode. (laughs) You know what? I really, I really, really, really want to watch... That would be a good recap. This would be a good recap. (laughs) I really want to watch like a performance of the Divas and have a trip down memory lane. And I will say, just as a forewarning, 
Uh, this is a podcast that does not tolerate Mariah Carey slander. Uh, I am a huge fan of Mariah Carey's music and as a human being, so please do not ever talk shit about Mariah Carey to me. I actually posted something about people's guilty pleasures and someone said they loved Mariah Carey. I was like, that's not, that's a, not guilty. a guilty pleasure. <laughs> She's great. First of all, Mariah Carey also writes her songs and, and her music and her melodies. Yeah. She's an incredible fucking artist. One of my greatest moments was going into a snooty art um, movie rental, like back in the day yeah. and renting, I asked for glitter. Good for you. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, I want glitter. Look, the movie Glitter was not great, but the soundtrack was incredible. Hey, I don't need every movie to be great. No. I wanted to see fucking Glitter. <laughs> I knew it was going to be bad, but I wanted to see it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Uh, our next story is an update about Tesla, the car company. An update? <laughs> well, this is an update that's very on brand for us. Okay. This is out of The Verge. It says, Tesla's new boombox feature will let car owners fart at unsuspecting neighbors. What? So you know I clicked on that because <laughs> I said, excuse me? So basically what this feature called boombox is, is it 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 lets you like have speakers outside of the car so it lets you it lets you also change the car horn to like a customized sound and uh-huh. one of the sounds is fart like it says fart no oh. no <laughs> no it's a fart it's a fart and sound. i listened to the sample of it okay. like i listened to it and it was a very high tight fart ooh so you could use that to honk at somebody okay can you imagine using that this is, look, if I saw somebody pull up in a Tesla behind me and they honked and it <laughs> and a fart came out, I would get out of my car with a baseball bat <laughs> and take it to the windshield. First of all, this is why Elon Musk is needs to be stopped from taking pot. <laughs> <laughs> this is like he just gets high all the time and goes on Twitter and tries to be a shit poster. And this is his idea, right. I'm certain. And everyone on the board is like, okay, Elon. They just like let him get away with this nonsense. He needs to be stopped. He needs to be stopped. Just in general, he yes. needs to be stopped. It's it's an out of control. Right. Stop it. Stop it, Elon. And our top story this week, Hilaria Baldwin. Hilaria. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. I wasn't going to do this story until the last minute. When I read an article about this, and then I went down a really long Twitter rabbit hole, because when this story broke, I did not read into it. I haven't... It's been like six days since it broke. That's insane to me, because it's the funniest fucking thing ever. I know it is. (laughs) Desi. I I kept mentioning it to you for this week, and you were just like, eh. And I was like, fine, I'll do it next fucking week. If you don't do it. Desi, just listen to me. I read, I don't know if our listeners understand that Dean Martin book was 600 fucking pages. And then I read an entirely other book for our Patreon episode that I just, I read two books this week, Desi. I was fucking busy. I was hardly on Twitter this week. I was not going, doing deep dives into Hilaria Baldwin. It's so good though. It's a great, look, and now I know it's a great story, but I was fucking, it, this was not the week for that for me. I was very busy this week. It was week. such a good thing. Cause it was like, we all need this story. Yeah. Cause it was just like, no, I mean, of course there's annoying people with it, but like no. Overall, it's just, it's so hilarious and stupid. So if everyone missed what happened with Hilaria Baldwin, 
Probably the most insane thing about this story to me is that this all started with a tweet from someone who follows me, by the way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter's username is Lenny Briscoe, and uh, she tweeted basically like the the original tweet was like it's it's so wild how hilaria baldwin has been pretending to be spanish for the last decade yes and And then she had proof and then she added proof of that and that tweet went beyond viral because it was picked up by every major newspaper globally yes like i i I would say it, it didn't do the numbers but it did like you know what I mean? Like it went globally, like viral, like in a real way. <laughs> it was so viral that both Alec Baldwin, who's Hilaria's husband, and Hilaria herself made statement videos addressing on uh, Instagram the scandal on Instagram. I watched Alec Baldwin's video before you came over tonight. Um, I was another reason I didn't want to do this story is because I'm very scared of, of Alec Baldwin. Everyone is. I don't know if he, I don't know, I don't think he listens to this podcast, but I, look, I saw the video he posted and he was very scary. It's frightening. He He would punch us. I have no doubt. He would punch us. It's fine. You know what? I would love the experience. (laughs) Make for a great podcast. It would hurt, but a week later I'd be like, oh my God, you'll never guess who punched me in the fucking face. (laughs) (laughs) So... Do you want to like so she so this woman on Twitter who's anonymous like she you know I don't know her real name but she Lenny Briscoe is her handle and she she tweeted I don't even think the tweet's still up but that Hilaria is faking being Spanish look I don't know much about Hilaria Baldwin but I know who she is I know she's Alec Baldwin's wife and I've known this for since he married her that that's Alec Baldwin's wife and I yeah. always I always assumed that she was Spanish. Okay, I here's the thing. I didn't think she was Spanish. <laughs> That's what's the weird thing. I never knew that she was pretending to be Spanish because I only saw her annoying pictures when she's like gave birth to a baby and she's automatically like a hundred pounds again, right? In lingerie with like a newborn. Oh yeah, that picture. So that's like the only pictures. I only saw pictures of her. I don't follow her, but like whenever no. people would be annoyed. Like, I've heard her talk before and she always had an accent. Okay. She always had an accent and she always, um, and then there's a clip that someone pulled up from Letterman. And I remember when that, I actually re- like had seen that video clip before. It was Alec Baldwin doing an impression of his wife. And this is from 2013 and he's doing a heavy Spanish accent. Okay. That's insane. My, for me, she came out with an, like her video that came out was like, you know, I speak, I'm bilingual. I speak Spanish and English. And, um, sometimes I'll take on the accent in English because I, when I say it, when I speak in Spanish, I use the accent because I learned it from whatever my relatives. I, I can't remember what her long winded saying was, but that part got to, I was like, yeah, cause I do that too. Like if I'm around people from New York, I'll sound more New York. If I'm right. around Southerner, I'll pick up a Southerner. Like I do pick up accents that of way, which is really awkward. Cause sometimes I feel like <laughs> I'm worried that people will think I'm mocking them, <laughs> but I really just have to, I pick up accents when I'm talking to someone. So she ca- kind of was like, yeah, that makes sense. But the thing that doesn't make sense to me when she said, how do you say in English cucumber? Okay, let's explain. Okay. Let's rewind. <laughs> so she did a segment. It was I, like a cooking segment. She, I thought it was like the Today Show or something. Okay, you're right. Okay, so one of the clips that was unearthed 
from a few years ago was Hilaria Baldwin on a like a daytime talk show type situation. And she was showing the presenter how to make gazpacho. (laughs) She was showing them how to make gazpacho. By the way, I don't think that recipe looked really good. Um, And she is speaking in a full-blown Spanish accent. And at one point, she's cutting up a cucumber and she says, and then you put in the, how do you say in English, oh, cucumber. Like, that's phony. That's phony. That's not like picking up the accent or having it slip in every she once in a while. She said, how do you say in English? Look, the more I read about it, uh, the more I see that she's deceptive. Yes. Do you because know what I'm saying? At like, first, it's I was like, okay... Is this really... Because I just, at face value, this is why I told you, Desi, I didn't know how deep this went (laughs) until I did some research into this and I looked at it and I'm like, this is a crazy fucking story. It is because it's more than just someone like insinuating something and letting people think what they want. Right. Like she's, she could be like, I don't, I never said I was from Spain. Uh, But she actually does things that are more deceptive, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like, to she's not just letting people think what they want. There she's was, literally lying. Yeah. <laughs> there was a clip as recently as she was on someone's podcast earlier in the year, or maybe last year or something, and the two women co-hosts were asking her about, like, her childhood and how long she's lived in New York, and she's, like, basically, uh, she was, they were like, were you born here? And she was like, no. Um... I've lived here. I moved. I'm, she said, I moved here when I was 19. And she said, uh, they were like, where, where are you from? And she was like, my parents live in Spain. She's just deceptive. Like, right. But she was born in Boston. She and was she grew born up in Boston. Boston. Yeah. It's a wild story. I just couldn't like, you know, I apologize for not, not realizing it was such a crazy story. I was very busy this week. So, and I know we're getting to this six days late whatever, but my mind is absolutely blown by some of these clips I've seen, like from the past. It's embarrassing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. We have a listener email from Abigail, and she says, in my senior year of high school, I fulfilled my PE requirement by being one of the equipment managers of the girls' softball team. I tried to get on the team, but I'm so physically ungifted, I couldn't even make junior varsity. It was humiliating. It mostly involved a lot of bus rides to other schools, which was fine, since a bunch of my friends were on my team, and we kept ourselves entertained. One afternoon, we were driving on the Mass Pike and looked out the window to see a guy jerking off in his car while driving. Since we were in a school bus, we were looking right down at him and had a clear view of the action. Complete pandemonium ensued. I gotta say, that is the funniest place to be I have loved driving. <laughs> when you're in a school bus full of teenage girls and you drive by and see a guy jerking his dick. Also, like, it doesn't seem yet that he was doing it for their sake it just seems like he was innocently doing it. <laughs> well like the last week we had he was aggressively trying to get her attention yes i think this guy was just really horny on the turnpike maybe he had compulsive masturbation syndrome like that guy on Anar- sons of anarchy oh my god Remember? yes <laughs> oh you've gotten to that guy yeah that was disgusting yeah i was just like oh you know what i was so grateful when they threatened his life Just wait, Desi. Just wait. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Back to the school bus full of girls. Uh, (laughs) We were all screaming, pointing, and laughing our asses off at this guy who had just hit the gold mine of getting an entire girls softball team to watch him wank it. Eventually, the bus driver caught on and steered away as we waved goodbye and gave him the finger at the same time. Oh, my God. (laughs) One very cute freshman girl who was, by the way, from California and had been on Double Dare, making her a minor celebrity at school, wailed, I've never seen one before. Do they all look like that? We broke it to her that they kind of did, but consoled her that they were usually presented in a more appealing manner and hopefully next time she wouldn't want to scream in horror. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Desi's seen some pretty bad ones over the years. I, I, I finally, I had opened my DMs for a while uh, for writing purposes, and boy, was that a mistake. What, did you get dick pics? I got, I got, I feel like I deleted a few, but there was one person who DM'd me, and he's like, hey, do you want to um, see, I have a good pic of a heart on right now or something like that. And I didn't respond to him. Ew. And then it was like, okay, I guess I'm going to send it. Like he was kind of like asked me, but then was like, okay, I'm going to do it anyway. And then it was that. And then it was a picture, but they're kind of blurred out before you click on it. Right. And then I didn't respond. I mean, I didn't respond to any of these. And then um, like three hours later, it was like, wow, I'm like so depressed <laughs> He was like, wow, you send someone your picture of your dick and get nothing in return. I'm like, feel so low right now. You didn't ask And I was like, uh, it really stopped myself from replying to him because I knew any response would be like a win for him. Right. But it was just like, are you serious? Like, why would you feel bad? You asked me, I said nothing. And then you sent anyway. 
you, I didn't ask for it and then give nothing in return, which is still fine. You don't have to respond with something in return, like if you don't want to, but it was just like, it was so crazy. And then I, I think I saved them all. I could find them one day, but like, I think it was like 24 hours later, he sent like another thing that was like depression related. And I was like, dude, get a life. He's trying to get you to respond, to feel bad for him. Exactly. He's like, oh, my hot dick didn't work. Maybe sympathy (laughs) will This is not a serious man. Ugh, this so is, annoying. This, this guy just wants you to see his weird dick. It was weird, too. Oh, it was a weird dick. Of course I have to click on it. I'm such a... I'm like the person who always clicks on the pictures that are like, this is awful and will ruin your life <laughs> forever. I have no choice. It's like compulsive. I mean, it was just so sad. Yeah. It was nothing that I would be very proud of to send to strangers. <laughs> like... Do you know what I mean? It was average, whatever. I wouldn't say it's weird necessarily. The whole situation was weird. Yeah. So that was like my only experience with an unsolicited. And then I like, I think I closed my um, DMs. I was like, it's not worth it. Yeah. I don't care. I know you did that for uh, writing stuff. Yeah, I was trying to get people's stories for something, but it was like, it's not worth it because right. people take advantage of it. And there I'm, was lots of people who were just sending me sad sack things or acting like we were best friends, even though I wasn't responding to them. Right. So there's just something too much for me. It like depresses me, Yeah, I think. I've never once had my DMs open on Twitter. I would never do it in un- right. for any other reason than no, that. I but know yeah, that. it was like, forget it. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. I don't know why people do I it. don't either because they always complain about weird DMs they get. It's like, turn it off. Or just follow the women you want to have message you if you're doing it for that reason, like I don't right. know, to help people or something. Just our little tip. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You can do what you want. Let's talk about movies, podcast, book, TV recommendations. Um, I have been watching Sons of Anarchy. I just got into it a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I'm still on the first season. I'm only on episode nine or 10, I think. I'm a really big fan of Katie Seagal just in general. So it's great to see her in this kind of a starring role. Yes. I like her and I like the lead guy. Also, I didn't know that um, the woman from Billions is in it. Yes. I had no idea when yeah. I started watching it. Yeah. Maggie Sith. The other thing I watched was Bridgerton on Netflix, and that's pretty fun. Now, I read that that was the basis for Gossip Girl. The original books? These books were the, like, Gossip Girl was based on Bridgerton's book. Like, Bridgerton was books. And it it has, like, a Gossip Girl narrator, but it's, like, old 1800s you know, British society. So she's writing this newsletter, like handwritten and printed. And it's like today on da, 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 da. like, so it's very gossip girl. Cause so the, the series, it starts with her narration setting the tone and then she pops in throughout and then wraps it up at the end kind of. So if you like that kind of show, I thought it was good. Yeah. It's very, lots of fu- fucking, there's a whole cum storyline like literally. <laughs> uh, and it's only like eight episodes. And it's, it's, I mean, it's not like the best thing I've ever seen, but it's, it's very watchable and it's fun. And there's good actors in it. There's a really hot lead guy. Yeah. He plays the Duke. Um, I also watched A Teacher, which was also trashy, but not, I, Bridgerton is better and it has the worst final episode of anything I've seen in recent memory. <laughs> I still can't get over how bad it is. And it's not even bad in a good, funny way or or like campy way. Right. It's just boring. Like boring is just 
that should never be the goal. Like, yeah. it's just very boring. Like, that's just a sin. <laughs> like, at least go for something bad. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Did you watch a teacher yet? No, because you said, because you weren't like raving about it. You're going to watch the first episodes very fast. Like, yeah. I binged the first nine episodes in one night because they're like 20 minutes each. I don't know why they cut it up that way or like 24 minutes. So I watched it really fast and I didn't realize that they ha- they weren't all out. So then I had to wait for the, the finale. Right. So that could also be why I was like, ugh, I waited three days for this bullshit. Right. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe you don't have to watch it. You didn't watch anything else? Just Sons of Anarchy? I'm just watching Sons of Anarchy. That's like all I'm watching right now, except for 90 Day Fiance. This, the season eight 90 Day Fiance is fucking stellar. It's so good. Okay. And Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm watching that. But like the one like fiction show, yeah, yeah. non-reality show I'm watching is Sons of Anarchy. Um, always looking for new movies to watch too. I know. It's hard. What it's I- hard. It's there. I was looking around for something the other night and I was like, this is like that classic thing where it's like there's a million options, right? <laughs> but it's like nothing hits right. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what I want. I've also feel like I've seen everything in like the genre that I want to watch. In terms, Me too. Like when I'm like in terms of TV shows, like I, yeah. I've seen it all. Like when people recommend like, no, I've seen that. Like I want to, I'm the TV shows I'm interested in watching are in the same vein as the Sopranos or Breaking Bad or Ozark right. or Sons of Anarchy, where it's a lot of drama and a lot of high stakes situations Yes, I agree. I mean, I, that's my same taste too. Yeah. And I know I've seen it all. And that's why I think when I don't get immediately pulled in, right. is I'm always like, do I like this? Like, Right. Uh, so yeah. No, the stakes get higher and higher in Sons. Yeah. No, I mean, I like it, but it's just like, it hasn't, it's not the same as it has been for me in the past. But totally. It, I mean, that's hard. Um, what'd you eat? I ate like almost all the candy ACAS sent us. Oh my God, same. It was really good. Those Part chocolates of, are good. I love the chocolates were really good. What was the name of it? Burn? Burn. I've never heard of them. Did you? No, I hadn't heard of them. But I, uh, okay, don't don't judge me, but one of the best ones was that white chocolate one. <laughs> I liked that one With too. The little like fruit clusters in it. Yes. That one was fucking delicious. Look, I'm not a white chocolate hater. Like, no. I feel like it can be good sometimes. It needs to be done right. Uh, it's, it has its place. Like, it has its place. Uh, it's not a chocolate substitute, but I like some things that have had white chocolate in it. I of mean, course. we talked about the cranberry blitz bars. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so a good. white chocolate classic. By the way, we the recipes people have sent us are piling up. We got like a we got some chocolate recipes one of our listeners sent us, and I was like, we need to make this like immediately. We should do it. Look, I know we say that every week about how we're going to make uh, recipes, but we really are, I swear. Yeah. No, I thought it was good. I liked the white chocolate one. And there was a marzipan one that I gobbled up immediately. Oh, I saw that that company sells marzipan boxes. And I was like, oh, I want a whole box of marzipan. <laughs> marzipan is like my favorite thing in the world. Me too. I love it. If, if you're... That's actually how we could have known we would be friends. You're right. Marzipan is such a rare love, it, and you, everyone I know who hate either hates it or loves it, like yeah. And I've always loved it. Me too. Since it's I was so a little good. kid, like, I used to save up money to buy the little fruits, 
the marzipan fruits. <laughs> I, I always, my mom would always give me a marzipan pig for the Christmas. Pig. I bought one at Miette in Larkspur oh. Landing. Oh. <laughs> that place is good. I love Miette. Wow. It's so good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I had pizza last night. Oh, you did? Well, what did we do last night? Like you were, you were, uh, I went, I went to bed early. Yeah. I, I, we did have the dumplings the other night. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't really have that anything that interesting, I guess. We have a, for Christmas. Oh, we Christmas. I had macaroni and cheese. I made homemade mac and oh, cheese. So good. It was really good. I have a good recipe. I'm going to, I'll post it. We had Chinese food on Christmas and I also, oh, I didn't, I made s'more pie. Oh, right. I made s'more pie. So, uh, Christmas seems like two weeks it ago. It feels like two fucking yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> it's so, everything's so awful. So that was like the one Christmassy thing was Brendan and I baked a pie and I taught him how to make the marshmallow meringue that goes on mm, top of the pie. Yum. And when you toast it in the oven, it puffs up and yum. crisps and it's just perfect. Um, that looks so good. S'more pie, the Buckeye Roadhouse recipe. You can look it up online. The recipe, it exists online. It's from this restaurant in Marin County. That uh, is the restaurant I would always go to around Christmas time with my family. And that's always the restaurant my grandma gets tipsy at and reveals a family secret. Ooh. Yeah. I love when older ladies drink a martini. Oh my god. <laughs> my like grandma one drink. my grandma will just casually drop some fucking family secret yeah. and it's great. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um yeah, so I made the pie from that restaurant since I couldn't be there obviously this yeah. year and it was a hit. Definitely. It was, de- it was delicious. Um oh, I forgot I made monkey bread. Oh. <laughs> Yum. That was good. I didn't tell you, but I made a second one. You did? Yeah, because I wanted to improve it. (laughs) The first time I make something, I always follow the recipe exactly. Yeah. And this time I was like, you know what? It needed more of everything. Yeah. And I did the dough better. My yeast is like probably needs to be replaced. So I think it worked better the second time just randomly for whatever reason. So everything kind of worked better. And I, I, I like almost doubled the brown sugar and butter. That's necessary. And uh, the, the glaze, I made more of that. Because I feel like those things have to be really sopping. <laughs> they need to like, be- I want extra gooey. Yeah. Because you don't want to dry. Because it's kind of like a cinnamon bun I could vibe. eat a whole fucking pan of that right now. Let me tell you, why have bad cinnamon buns when you could have this? And it's so easy. I'll, I'm going to post the recipe because all you have, to, I made pizza dough, but you could even just buy the Trader Joe's pizza dough yeah. and use that and save that whole stuff. So you just like cut it into little balls and stick you it cut together? A, like pound of pizza dough, which is like basically what one of those, you know, packs are at Trader Joe's or wherever. Cut them into 36 balls mm-hmm. and then you dip them in melted butter and then roll them in brown sugar and cinnamon, mm-hmm. like a mixture. And then you put them in a round um, like a cake butt. pan or a bunt. I guess you don't could do people a bunt. do bunt. Yeah, you could layer it. I guess this one was just a round cake pan that I okay. buttered, and then you let it rise in there because they're not touching. But right. then at, at some point they rise. Then you cook it and kind of flip it over like a pineapple upside down cake, mm. <laughs> and then you put the glaze on it, which is just like powdered sugar and like milk, like two teaspoons of milk or something. Mm. So it's just that classic glaze. So you could, I bet you, you could upgrade the glaze too with like a cream cheese glaze or something or an orange zest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, an orange zest. Um, but yeah, so it was really good. Oh. 
And honestly, it's the, the, the dangerous thing about it is it definitely is one of those things where you don't feel like you're eating that much bad stuff because <laughs> it's not really stuffing. Like, right. It's not like super filling. Like some desserts you feel like disgusting after like a piece of, of the cake or whatever. Right. This is definitely like you're just popping it in your mouth. It's just warm and squishy dough. Oh, and then <laughs> you real so good. And then you realize I just ate a pound of pizza dough with like a stick of butter with a stick it. of butter. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's kind of dangerous. No, in good. the in the s'more pie I made, the graham cracker crust had a stick of butter in it and then the chocolate ganache has like butter in it and, and cream and cream yeah. and uh, and then there's the huge fucking mound of marshmallow meringue on top. I mean, it's like I love those desserts that don't overwhelm you, but at the same time you're more likely to eat a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, pros and cons. <laughs> well, now I'm uh, very uh dessert mode right now. I'm thinking of I'm going to eat the rest of those chocolates yeah. when we stop recording. They're good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.